This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network of Podcasts. Hi, I'm Christina. I'm from Prague. Hi, I'm Jen, and I'm from Canada. Hi, I'm Ola Banji, and I'm from Nigeria. Hello, I'm Liki, and I live in Paris. Hi, I'm Brian, and I'm from New York. Welcome to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. In our conversations, we share ideas, perspectives, questions, and things we can actually do to make a difference. So don't be shy and join our Carbon Sessions because it's not too late. Hi, I'm Nikki. Hi, I'm Christina. Hi, I'm Jen. Today is December 1st, the first day of December, and the year-end holidays or the festive season is approaching. And we're going to meet a lot of people, friends, family, there will be a lot of gatherings around, and something we keep saying on this podcast and during our conversations is that we need to talk about climate change. And I think that the holiday season, the, the festive season, is a great opportunity to, you know, to talk about climate change. I, I don't know how to start because there's always people that you haven't seen for a long time. They will say, so what's up? I don't know about you, but you know, people, I'm kind of annoying when people say, oh, what's up? And so you could say the temperature of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> we can start with that. So, like, <laughs> so when you meet someone you haven't seen in a while and say, "Oh, what's up? What's your answer?" <laughs> That's a good start. Sea levels, <laughs> blood pressure, <laughs> anxiety. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well. I'm not sure that it is a good angle to approach that because, <laughs> because we're supposed to have fun, you know, to enjoy the company of each other. And so it, I don't think it's a great way to create more anxiety. <laughs> You're supposed to relax. So are you saying we shouldn't talk about it at, at our holiday tables or? Um... No, it's not what I'm saying. No, okay. no. I'm saying that you know what Christina said before about your know, connection. Maybe we can start with that. You know, because uh, what I noticed around, like you know, everywhere in the media and in social media, is that the world has become more and more divisive. And so maybe you know, Christina can share a little bit of wisdom. Yeah, when we connect with people we know and our family. Uh, I guess all the movements started with one, two people, small group, and then it spread. And so without that connection, it's really hard to uh, talk about any kind of emotional and heart issue. So my suggestion for uh, the holidays is choose your priorities and first connect and see people and listen to people and be patient and uh, and maybe ask questions about what they enjoyed last year or how was it different compared to year before that and there's a lot of changes in 2023 so uh, 
I would suggest, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to try to connect. And uh, even though people different ages, maybe older people asking them, hey, how was it when you were growing up and what was different with your grandparents? So some kind of questions that are not that divisive and more be curious. So that would be my suggestion. And by the way, it's really interesting. And there is a climate change conference going on right now. Hopefully everybody starts talking about it and hopefully they'll connect and start making some changes. What do you guys think? I love your your curiosity. Uh, that's such a good tool. That's such a good communication tool in general, but it's a really good way to invite conversation without sounding judgmental, you know? Like, t tell me more about that. I'm interested in that, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, go into the joys, not into the fears and frustrations. <laughs> We, even though it's hard, but uh, hopefully we're just all people. We want to connect and be together and make things better. Yeah, and, and I think it's important to remember that the goal is not to try to win the argument, to win the conversation and to prove that we're right. Because I think that we all come from different places uh, with a different set of values and have different priorities in life and we cannot agree on everything but there are some things we can agree on and so we can build our conversation upon that upon things that we agree i think this is the power of doing things together <laughs> like you know it could be a game that could be preparing food making drinks and uh, when we're a little bit relaxed and do things together and then um and then start the conversation oh <laughs> That is, we have, a, actually, we have, a, we can listen to podcasts as well, because we have now, we have a, a library of over 150 episodes of Carbon wow. Sessions. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure that there is one episode for everybody. You know, there's conversation for everybody. So uh, I think, yeah, one thing with that, uh, if you, you know, if you have uh, someone say, oh, you know, what's up? Oh, I'm I'm a host on the podcast on climate change. Um, so what you're interested, in? and then you can promote the podcast and say, okay, well, we can listen to this together, and then uh, and then start a conversation. Well, and you know, we always welcome guests and people to ask questions. So people listening to this could also reach out to us and let us know that you know, you have a question or you have an idea or you have some expertise in an area. And then that's another way to say, hey, I was on this podcast recently. Yeah. <laughs> or the question I had was featured on this podcast recently. And uh, we always welcome that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, I think, I think the key is to meet people where they are and be curious, be open and ask questions. Uh, because... We're not experts. And even experts, they ask a lot of questions. That's what makes them experts. Yeah, because they <laughs> ask the right questions. Because I was listening to a podcast on on um, a science communicator who was expl explaining the scientific approach. And what, what he said is that 
science is the best knowledge that we get at this point of time. But as soon as we get something, as scientists gets a proof of something, that would trigger 10 other questions. Because it's not like the end of the world that we prove something. What makes science progress is to constantly asking questions. So that's why I think you know, asking questions as, um, and be curious is a very, very, very strong way to, uh, to make the conversation progress. Yeah. And to learn. Yeah. And maybe also be in that between space where we didn't solve it. There is a question hanging above the table and see what everybody's idea of a certain thing is. Ooh, that would be interesting. And ask everybody how they understand the climate change. What is it for them? For me, the big aha was when... Uh, I listened to scientists doing some research in North Pole, and they said, well, before the weather was steady. Now uh, the extremes go. You have quick, really cold few weeks and then hot few weeks in places where it should be cold and cold where it should be hot or warm. And so it gets uh, kind of messed up. So that's one of my explanation but it would be interesting even though it's not correct and it's not uh, proper it would be interesting what other people really think about this thing that's coming at us one of the things i did this week is i it was on the news that a year ago this past wednesday we had a flash snowstorm that shut down bridges and there were there were videos of buses sliding backwards down hills. And it was just, it was, I remember people being stuck in their cars for five, six hours because they couldn't go anywhere. And I forgot wow. that it was a year ago. Yeah. And, you know, today it's three degrees and it's raining, <laughs> um, which is very different than how it was last year. But even that, you know, if you had a significant situation you could say, remember when? <laughs> remember when that happened? You know? Yeah. I think also, Christina, your work with connected dot is very important uh, because sometimes we tend to feel disconnect, so disconnected with climate change. And, you know, it's it's happening there. You know, it's it's not me, it's them. But actually. A lot of things are connected. So maybe you can explain a little bit, you know, the concept of connected dot and how the whole thing ties in together. Yeah, in the in our website, the carbonalmanac.com, we have a piece that calls connect the dots, and we put together many pieces from the book, many ideas, which looked very separate but they were all connected. So for example, the connection between the soil and uh, between uh, clothing industry and uh, between the food, how far it comes from. Also, there is a beautiful map that you can push on one thing you might be familiar and it will show you many, many connections to everything else. So it's, uh, yeah, it's the, to seeing that we're not separate. Whatever we do, whatever decisions we make, 
let, let's say if we if I go shopping and decide to go to a certain store or buy a certain thing, that thing came on a truck from certain country or it came it was walked in from the farm into the square. So there are all these connections, how it um, kind of multiplies. It's not only the using the gas, but it's also using uh, people that working overtime. So the connection is not only to CO2, to oil, but also how we uh, how we are towards Earth, the renewables, and how we act towards other people. Do we really want them to be in the stores working for us on Sundays? or at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. And I think all these connections are in a way connected to climate change because we stopped caring. Or we started caring about different things. Yeah. (laughs) I think that very often we do not necessarily do the right thing because we just don't know. We don't know how to connect the dots. We don't know where the dots connect. And so that's why we don't necessarily have the the good behavior you know and it, that's one thing i'm really passionate about about the information and sharing information and one thing that really started me was when i was in montana i was really frustrated with uh, some government decisions so i went to the capital and asked the secretary of the governor and said, look, people in my neighborhood have problems and it's not working. How come these decisions are not made? And he said, do you know that you need only 100 people to get together 100 people and that's when we'll start listening? And that's so easy. Or writing letters to a... a, congressmen and all those things, but just 100 people is not that hard. And that starting changing things on the government level, I think it's possible. But I think people start have to talking to other people, not only looking at the internet, but just go walking into the office and ask people around, what are you using? That's a really really good point. I recently heard that writing a letter, like a proper letter, not an email, uh, but a proper letter to government, they have to deal with it. They have to then do something with it. They can't just delete it or set it aside or ignore it. It has to then be dealt with. And there's so much more power in a written letter, even from one person, than we we probably even think. Wow. Yeah. How is it in France, Leaky? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, it's the same thing. I write a lot. <laughs> when I'm not happy about something, I write to my municipality, to my local government. Yeah. Real, real snail mail. And, um, and, you know, we don't get so many snail mails these days. So it's, uh, it's on the top of the pile. Yeah. So, yeah. But going back to you know, um, not knowing things, I think it's very, very important. 
also to increase our knowledge, our level of understanding of how things interact with each other, what the mechanism behind climate change. Otherwise, it will be very easy for us to be manipulated, to be greenwashed. So that is um, something that is important. So I think these conversations help. Our podcasts help because uh, that shows in our podcast, we acknowledge the fact that we don't know a lot of things, but we're still trying to figure out. But also there's, um, there's our book, The Carbon Almanac, which has a lot of resources to get a very good um, layer of understanding of the mechanism of the climate change behind, the underlying uh, the climate change and how we got here and uh, how we can solve this mess we're in because there are solutions. That would be such a good Christmas gift. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and because you can pick it up and open it to any page yes. and find a complete thought a complete you know topic you could have it lying around when you have gatherings yes and you could have it on i'm gonna do that i'm gonna pull mine out and put it out on the coffee table and then yeah people might get curious and pick it up and start looking at it and hey did you know this (laughs) you can look smart (laughs) you secretly look in the book and then, then you close yeah. it and like them said, oh, did you know this? And there are funny no, cartoons but- in it too. So it's not just serious. Oh, and there's pictures and, and statistics and other people can pick it up. It doesn't always have to be us or you. It could be your friends or your family could pick it up and say, hey, look at this. Yes. <laughs> you could plant it, plant it in your living room or your dining room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and but it would make a good gift it would make a good gift and a good conversation starter as well and there's also the kids the kids resource the kids book which is all yeah yeah Yeah, that's fantastic actually i think i'm going to order some kids ones (laughs) and uh if we if there are people that um that don't agree well we can always check the resources because there's everything is footnoted and uh, we can look it up straight away and don't forget the kids book is for free you don't have to buy the kids book carbon almanac kids book you can just print it or go to somewhere where they get will print it and bind it for you and you get a free yeah. gift mm-hmm. that's true mm. that's true there you go we just made a plug and and one thing to know about the carbon almanac is it's not a profit organization, so all of the money that's made from the sale of all of the books goes back into spreading the message. So, um, you know, we're all volunteers. <laughs> yep. We, you know, we do pay for for platforms and that kind of thing, but above all the proceeds from everything that we do at the carbon almanac goes back into sharing the message and getting it out there. So we've given books away to libraries and to government officials and to schools and all over the place. And there are hundreds, literally hundreds of people volunteering their time and their expertise working on this project. So you can always jump in. Yeah. And there is a Spanish book for free, Spanish Carbon Almanac. Oh, you it? can download it for free on the, oh. from the site. 
So I think, yeah, if you go to the carbonalmanac.org, there's a lot of stuff. There's the, you know, you can download books for free, the Spanish version, the, uh, the kids version in, I don't even, I didn't, I stopped uh, keeping count of the numbers of translations that there are on the kids book that you can just print out. There's the, um, the connected dot, there's all these podcasts and um, wow. There's a teacher guide, isn't there? There's an educator's guide that's free. So if you download the children's book, you can download the teacher guide for your classroom that was created by teachers. And the, and the photo book as well. Wow, we nearly forgot that one. <laughs> <laughs> Lots going Lots on. Lots of goodies. <laughs> Lots of goodies. So I think, yeah, the main message is go to the commonalmanat.org and then you cut love stuff um i didn't know that our conversation will lead us there collecting things so let's get rid sounds good it's not too late not too late yeah bye be caring <laughs> bye bye you've been listening to carbon sessions a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. We'd love you to join the Carbon Sessions so you too can share your perspectives from wherever you are. This is a great way for our community to learn from your ideas and experiences, connect, and take action. If you want to add your voice to the conversation, go to thecarbonalmanac.org slash podcasts and sign up to be part of a future episode. This podcast is also part of the Carbon Almanac Network. For more information, to sign up for the emails, to join the movement, and to order your copy of the Carbon Almanac, go to thecarbonalmanac.org. Be sure to subscribe and join us here again, as together we can change the world.